Hey, Greg. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Good. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. What's going on? Uh, well, I thought today we would go back in time a little bit to the uh, probably early 2000s and discuss the shows that our kids watched when they were little that we just didn't care for. <laughs> I think that's that's a that's a great idea and putting it lightly. <laughs> I'm sure our, our, our listeners will uh, probably agree with some of the uh, takes we have here. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, and my kids are, you know, I have ones that are a little bit older than yours, so we might, you know, span a little bit of a generation uh z millennial edge yeah. there yeah i think so yeah. well do you want me to go first yeah let's see what what your first option all right so while i can agree that they were talented this drove me nuts you ready <laughs> all right here we go salad yummy yummy remember those guys salad <laughs> This one, I think, preceded my kids, so you're going to have to fill, fill me in a little bit more on this one. Oh my gosh, that is The Wiggles. The Wiggles, yeah. You, 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 were, you were, oh, you were lucky then. Yeah, we missed out on that one. They were um, four dudes from Australia. It was an okay. Australian kids show, and they wrote all their music. Like, they were really very, very talented individuals. No knock on them, but they wrote little kids songs yeah. that were ridiculously catchy. <laughs> so you would start singing them yourself and get angry that you're walking around singing fruit salad, yummy, yummy. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Yeah, I, I even heard they did a, a couple of interviews. You know, I've heard listen to interviews and stuff because they're they're pretty cool guys. Yeah. But, um, but even they were like, uh, they were like on a radio show or something, and, and they're like, we're gonna play a song, and then everybody's singing, singing along, <laughs> and then they stop after thirty seconds. They're like, well, we don't want to annoy your audience. Yeah, because <laughs> they were like, they they understood. Yeah. But um, yeah, they had a lot of songs. I'm I'm shocked that you uh, didn't know the Wiggles. Yeah, we we must have just missed that. But I, in sort of a similar way, I remember on I think it was on Sesame Street with Elmo, there was a guy named Mr. Steve, I think. Okay. And he would just grab a bunch of kids in a park and just write these really short, goofy <laughs> songs that a lot of them were, again, really catchy. And you'd be annoyed with yourself that you're walking around singing it, you know, hours later or something like yeah. that. But, yeah. Now, to go along with this, not only did we watch the TV show with our children, but of course we had the, the CD for the car. Of course. So on those wonderful long car <laughs> trips, you're, you're listening and rocking out to the Wiggles going down 95, nice. which, you know. That's <laughs> too funny. Nothing makes you feel older than driving a minivan listening to the Wiggles. <laughs> Hello, middle age. Yeah. And you still have it in your car today, right? Yeah. Well, we won't talk about that. <laughs> well, um, on the heels of that, I'm going to jump us ahead a little bit to um, the Wonder Pets, if you remember. Oh, the that Wonder one. Pets. I, I, okay, go ahead. Sorry. I think that pretty much says it all right there. <laughs> I don't know why, but I have to disagree with you on this one, Tim. I like the Wonder Pets. I don't know. There was something about the... Um, <laughs> I think it was uh, Ming Ming the Ming. Duckling yes. that was always doing something to uh, 
annoy the other two, the uh, Linny the guinea pig and <laughs> Turtle Tuck. Turtle uh, Tuck. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The, the kids loved it. And yeah. So yeah. I would watch it with them. But yeah, that one, that was not my favorite. We didn't even get to the best part of the theme song when they go, what's going to work? <laughs> Teamwork. <laughs> well done, Greg. Well done. <laughs> And the Christmas special was the one that just, you know, that one sent, you over that the sent edge. me over the edge. Yeah, where little uh, Ming Ming breaks the uh, the snow globe and, you know, oh. just ruins Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure a lot of people agree with you on this one, Tim. <laughs> All right, what's next for you, Greg? Sure. For me, um, we're, we're going to go with this one. And I wonder if, again, there might be a little bit of an age gap, but uh, I'm going to hit play on this one and we'll, we'll check it out. Okay. Okay, that's way more than enough <laughs> that we need to hear. And I'm sure if you... Uh, Know the Teletubbies, you loathe the Teletubbies. <laughs> did, did you, did you, uh, were you tortured by the Teletubbies, Tim? I was not. I do okay. remember them. I, I remember seeing enough sort of on the outskirts of, you know, the world, not yeah. actually having it come into our home and have our kids watch it. But yeah, it was, it seemed very odd and I was glad we missed that one. You should be. Yeah. It was just weird. It it was like, I guess it was really made for really little kids. It's just supposed to be visually appealing and sound, you know, uh, yeah. whatever. But I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. So I won't say what I think was going on there. But um, it was a British show. I know yeah. that much. And uh, yeah, Tinky Winky. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah. Four other people in sorts. <laughs> yeah. Very odd, very odd. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the same vein, um, being a British show, there was one that uh, my daughter was into for a little bit called Angelina Ballerina. Angelina Ballerina. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, so it was um, a little uh, mouse that uh, wanted to dance and sing, and I, I don't know. I mean, again, my daughter loved it, so yeah, you know, it's fine. But it just it wasn't my uh, my favorite of the ones that they would watch. <laughs> there are plenty of others with dancing and singing that I found uh, much more entertaining so, than that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Having all boys, they never were interested in the uh, Angelina Ballerina episode. So. Yeah. I got yeah. I got spared that. One. <laughs> um, now uh, I'm just gonna play this this theme song, Tim, and let me know uh, if it has any flashback impacts on you. <laughs> Well, I, similar to you disagreeing with me on Wonder Pets, yeah. I did not mind Dora that much. I kind of, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was just so the like I don't know too cheerful for me. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And there's that. We we'll, we'll have to pull that up too. That great comedian uh, does a bit about the um, coming up with the song, yeah. the backpack song. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah i mean some of the repetition of the songs and the you know i think it was in diego the the counterpart show where yeah. there was the camera yeah and it was God. i think it was rosie perez who sang yeah. the song yeah. it was like take a pic <laughs> that's right i forgot about that yeah swiper no swiping yeah. like no <laughs> <laughs> and like the the questions that it would ask to the kids and they would you know they'd just be you know like eyes wide yeah, open yeah. at the tv like wanting to answer every question she asked <laughs> yeah yeah that one was not uh boots yeah. the boots the monkey with the red red boots yeah yeah not your cup of tea i now drove me drove me personally up a wall <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um now this one sort of uh jumps out of the states uh we had two okay. british shows so far this one was actually i believe it was set in um I want to say it was in uh, Iceland is where this show was okay. actually from. Uh, it was called Lazy Town. Okay. Um, do you remember this? Yeah. I think some weird prosthetics were happening <laughs> in this show, right? Yeah. All the characters aside from the little girl, Stephanie, had sort of over the... And I think the main character, Sporticus, he also looked fairly normal. Okay. Sporticus. All, yeah. All the other uh, <laughs> characters were like... They looked like cartoons, but they were just like rubber masks and all kinds okay. of weird stuff and there's the bad guy uh robbie rotten who robbie was always rotten. up to no good <laughs> and sporticus always seemed to be solving problems with everybody eating an apple you know like it was it was oh, okay it was about nutrition and okay like activity and so there was like there were good things about it but it was just so strange i don't know it was it was an odd show oh. <laughs> so. i never oh, yeah that might have been a little bit after my kids but no we, ne- we didn't really watch that yeah um did it have the guy you said sportic sporticus sporticus was yeah. there also testicles was he a, <laughs> was he a character in that show i don't remember that no oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no I, I but i do remember the weird prosthetics looking at that thinking that that was just a little too too weird for for me yeah yeah, yeah. it was the a big chin right yeah the, the bad guy had this really long chin okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that makes sense. It was about nutrition, lazy town, yeah. trying to be healthy and, and yeah. stuff, right? And yeah. I think it was the show was created by like a um, aerobics champion or aerobics, you know, guru oh, or something okay. like that. So he's right. trying to work in nutrition and, and, and exercise for kids. And gotcha. it's just the, the subject matter of the, the characters and stuff was very odd and strange. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're getting to our, 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 our final top ones here this one even though it really wasn't um new when our kids were little this was definitely bigger prior to that but i still it was still on and still active and probably one of the most hated (laughs) kids shows of all time so we'll we'll hit a little play here for you and i love The Barney, the big purple dinosaur. It pretty much sums it up right there. <laughs> and and aren't all the songs like ABC, like they're all other songs with new lyrics uh, on yeah. them. Yeah, the, the creativity there seemed to be a little bit uh, coming up a little short. But Now, yeah. did your older boys, did they catch the... the... No. No. Yeah, nobody, nobody really liked. And we kind of, you know, maybe it was kind of mean. But uh, we purposely didn't play it for them. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think, you know, to your point, I think it was still around and available yeah. when our kids were little, but we didn't, uh, <laughs> we didn't indulge. <laughs> like, I got to stay away from that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it is pretty amazing when you consider how long that character and show hung around. Yeah. I mean, for how much you hear people talk about how much they disliked <laughs> it. It's like... I guess there was enough, you know, enough people out there that were willing to endure and let their kids watch it or go see him and all that. I mean, it might have been one of those things where if you, you know, you put the kid in front of the TV and you hit play and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But uh, not to to suffer through. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on the heels of that, I think that brings us to another one of the the higher... uh, or I should say more hated <laughs> shows. Uh, Caillou, I think, is definitely up there in the uh, the, the parents' dislike category. Number one on my list, Tim. Yeah. yeah. I could not stand that little French-Canadian kid. <laughs> <laughs> he just whined about everything. Oh, my gosh. He was such a whiner, right? Do we, you want to hear the theme song? I, I do have it queued sure. up if you care. To, Let's do it. All right. Here you go, everybody. So uh, we hope we didn't scare too many people with that, with that little bit there. But as you said, he was the most annoying, whiny little child that ever existed. Yeah, not not great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all we have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we hope everybody here, uh, you know, uh, agrees with us on our list. If we miss some, if there's some of these uh, items that you feel we you know, maybe, maybe we're wrong, right? Maybe they could email us and tell us their thoughts of, uh, their least favorite, uh, uh, childhood, you know, cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely shoot us an email with any of the ones we missed, or if you need a little counseling and you just want to do a, you know, a little back and forth and we can kind of commiserate, that's fine too. So dads at latchkeydads.com. That's it. Hey Tim. Hey, Greg. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> what? Why is it going terrible? Well, after two hours of playing Mike Tyson's Punch-Out and <laughs> not being able to really defeat many of the opponents, <laughs> I'm not feeling great. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad ending there. You know, we, we were climbing up the ropes and uh, we we hit a little uh, a little road bump there. Yeah, a little plateau. So we'll have to get back to it. I might have said a few bad words. <laughs> <laughs> I think you even said fudge, Greg. I think so, yeah. Pretty bad. <laughs> but that's not why we're here today, is no, it, Tim? No, we're not here today for that. We're, uh, we are not only working our way through the uh, three levels of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, but we are here to do a little uh, video oh, review. <laughs> Shit. My finger hit the button and then it played. All right, so let me start that over. Yeah, it's fine. All right. So that's not why we're uh, only here to talk about Mike Tyson's uh, punch out, are we, Tim? No, no. We have a a bigger uh, purpose today. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And um, one of the things I, I, you know, was a big thing when we were kids. I'm assuming it is today, but I don't know because I'm old. um, We're public service announcements. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I think so much of what people watch now is streaming. And I don't, I mean, I don't even know if they, I mean, yeah, that's true. There are like 
organizations there out are. there that I have seen some like anti-smoking ads and stuff like that. Oh, but it's okay. very different tone. Mm, very okay. different tone. Yeah. I might have seen like a be careful what you post. Yeah, PSA. social media guidance yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But when we were kids, they definitely ran the gamut. Yeah. Yeah. And there were mascots, all kinds of good stuff. All kinds right? of things to, yeah. <laughs> Scare the bejesus out of you. <laughs> and uh, I thought we'd maybe talk about two of the uh, more popular ones. That sounds good. Kind of scare the, the crap out of the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's do it. So this one was uh, everywhere. And um, you did not grow up in the 80s and not know this public service announcement. So here we go. Is there anyone out there who still isn't clear about what doing drugs does? Okay, last time. Picks this up, is your brain. Picks up an egg. This is drugs. Frying pan. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. Fried egg. <laughs> Any questions? That was huge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, how many jokes were there? This is, your, <laughs> this is your whatever, you know, this is your brain. This is your brain, you know, on. Fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brain on a slice of toast with a side of hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that whole generation that, you know, that we grew up in where those, yeah. you know, those kinds of ads that were so like in your face and like really try to scare, you know scary away from yeah. doing anything like yeah. that and i think it worked in a lot you know in a lot of ways like they were you know startling <laughs> Very, <laughs> for lack of a yeah. better description yeah i i recall that uh, my my dad had a serious conversation with me about not to take anything from strangers and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. yeah and i got scared yeah yeah and you know i think just like sort of the stark quality to mm -hmm. it you know that it's just like a <laughs> looks like he's in a random kitchen with just a random, you know, stove and pan. Like it yeah. wasn't like there wasn't a lot of high production value. There was no mascots yeah. in that one. It seemed like it was just, you know, to the point, yeah. not a lot of extra, you know, just scare you. Don't do drugs or your brain's going to get fried. It, yeah. Yeah. Simple and to the point. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely resonated with us kids. We definitely, you know, yeah. talked about it and, you know, and, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is fried. No, just kidding. <laughs> Um, you want to go oh, and one more thing about that. And I mean, obviously, you know, drugs were becoming a huge problem in the eighties, so, you know, but the say no campaign, mm -hmm. uh, from Nancy Reagan, just say no. Yeah. That was another, uh, a big, uh, big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But moving on from that into a little earlier in the eighties, this was, uh, a great one. I don't know, Tim, um, do you want me to do a little play by play as it, as it goes? Yeah, just go to for see it. if we need, if sure. we need, okay. So this was a very popular one that we heard every you know, in between a lot of cartoons and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's Jenny. But that's not Jenny's dad. If she gets into that car, you may be looking at Jenny for the last time. I'm McGruff. Talk about scary. Dog. Let me show you something. <laughs> See that playground? A lot of kids there. Every day in this country, 60 kids disappear. <laughs> Some empty playground away, <laughs> but a lot of kidnapped by strangers or even by people they know almost 20,000 kids a year 20,000 kids one kid at a time maybe your kid on your street just like Jenny 
You know, your kids can learn to protect themselves against crime at home. So you get the idea, I think, uh, of Mr. McGruff, the crime dog. She's going to tell her folks. You know, a big old, like, basset hound in a in a trench coat which <laughs> yeah. now that you think about it maybe it is a little bit kind of kind of off-putting about mr mcgruff the crime dog yeah and even his voice i mean just so i mean obviously his name's mcgruff but he's got a real gruff mm-hmm. voice and and just again just scary to a yeah. kid like oh you better not do it or you're gonna end up dead yeah you know? it's very <laughs> right, straight to the right point to the yeah point. yeah you know now that i think about it though like a lot of the things that i see in social media about 80s is how tough we were yeah right and how sad the movies we are or that we watched were and how our parents you know led us to our own devices this kind of goes along in that theme that they were just in your face like twenty thousand children go missing and one of them could be you yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The the sugar coating definitely was not there. It was you know, yeah. Peel that bandaid off and just <laughs> throw some Bactine on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I also think it's funny though that they took that same sort of vibe of McGruff, and then like in Seinfeld with Bookman. Oh yeah, it had like that same sort of flavor to it, which is kind of kind of fun. So yeah, that, that tough cop. Kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so. Anyway, that was a couple of PSAs we thought you'd all remember and, and kind of go, oh my gosh, what a, what a, what a trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little throwback there. There you go. <laughs> hey, Tim. Hey, Greg. So I was thinking that, you know, we just discussed a couple of the greatest uh, public service announcements from the 80s that we would kind of give a little bit of uh, information about both uh, uh, McGruff, Crime Dog, and uh, Brain on Drugs. Sounds good. All right, cool. Let's do it. So uh, the first one was the uh, This Is Your Brain, This Is Your Brain on Drugs frying pan bit. Um, Pretty pretty, uh, memorable one. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the the actor who played... um, the gentleman who fries the egg, uh, John Roselius. Is yeah, that, you that sounds that? right. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting that apparently, you know, after being sort of the the main character, if you will, of that, you know, PSA, flash forward to when marijuana was, you know, the legalization of marijuana sure. was becoming a big thing. <laughs> he actually was in favor of the legalization of marijuana. So it was kind of <laughs> kind of funny that his, his big credit on his you know filmography was his role as the this is your brain on drugs guy and then he's promoting the legalization of drugs. So. Oh how the times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found this pretty uh, cool tidbit. The director of that commercial's name is Joe Pitka Pitka. Oh. And he actually went on later to direct the movie Space Jam with Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. Nice. <laughs> pretty wild yeah and uh coming back to john the actor i thought this was interesting that one of his best known roles is the dad on the beach in the truman show oh really yeah so he's i mean he's acted you know like once a year from 1976 (laughs) to like 99 (laughs) and he's got a few movies that you know were of note but that was the one that i thought was kind of interesting that he was the dad in uh, the truman show that's pretty cool yeah we should all aspire (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
I did this. It, this was aired in nineteen eight. Originally aired in nineteen eighty seven, uh, and it ran really hard uh, for the first three to four months. I think it was you know the Partnership for a Drug Free America mm-hmm. was the one who sponsored it, and th- they just did it, and they didn't have anything else. So that's why it was put on such heavy rotation because they didn't have another one to run so they yeah. just kept running with it and became so popular that they uh they think that about 92 percent of teenagers had seen that commercial at some point that's pretty wild yeah <laughs> I, I was surprised to see because when we talked about it i didn't really think that there were that many psas that kind of carried on forward you know past our youth but they redid it in 97 um, oh. with Rachel Lee Cook, the, uh, I think she was 18 at the time who kind of played the role of the egg cracker and okay. brain on drugs and not a whole lot, you know, of change in the whole flavor of it. Mm-hmm. Um, then they redid it again in 2016, um, where they ended it more with like, uh, do you have any questions? And then they had like a little segment where kids were saying, uh, yeah, I do have questions. And then there were oh. these like follow up questions about, um, you know why is heroin so addictive and like things like little sort of like make people have the conversation sort of nice which was you know kind of a interesting transition 20 well that was 87 to 2016 so a long long time after yeah. yeah and then they did it one more time in 17 and then one more time in 2018 wow uh the 18 one was a this is your brain on cannabis so they oh okay got real specific on that very one. yeah that's yeah. interesting yeah, especially with as you had said the the legalization and and everything. So yeah, Very interesting. And maybe it was a it was a response to hearing that their original actor had enforced or, or rather yeah. had, uh, gotten on the side of Indoors. legalization. Yeah. So they uh, they wanted to bounce you know kind of kick back at him a little bit. So yeah. I thought it was really interesting too. I kind of read a little bit of the history of it and the uh, partnership for Drug Free America. Um, they kind of had their own space to do very creative ideas, such the, you know, the, the brain on drugs one, and they had other ones as well. But because they were um, dependent upon television and radio stations donating the ad time, they couldn't target legal drugs like mm. alcohol and tobacco. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So that they were very limited in, in what the what they could do. And even so much as they FD, the Sorry, the Parents for Drug-Free America actually received funding from pharmaceuticals, alcohol, and tobacco companies. Yeah, that, that definitely kind of skews the, the direction of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're going to give you money to talk about bad drugs, but we're not bad drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's curious because I do think in that remake that they did in uh, like 2016, I think that was one of the first times where the, the questions that they asked, yeah, one of them was, prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs right interesting so they did you know over the 30 some years or close to 30 years i guess it was 30 years um to the to the to the year Mm. they finally i guess some of that funding maybe went away or they had the you know yeah Yeah. whoever did it decided they were gonna at least point the finger a little bit at prescription drugs that's also bad if you abuse them i'm sure the oxycodone uh uh, epidemic had some some impact upon that yeah yeah. So I got one more uh, interesting fact is that the there this this exists the American Egg Board so egg <laughs> as in you know eggs from chicken <laughs> sure, sure. They, they complained um, that they were uh, the eggs were getting uh, you know lumped in with this commercial like uh, you know uh, unfairly categorized or you know lumped in with with the idea of drugs and they actually complained about it. <laughs> 
I wonder, I'd be curious to see if there was anything to suggest that like egg sales dipped, you know, during that time. (laughs) Could you imagine? That's pretty wild. Yeah. Well, always, there's always going to be collateral damage no matter what you do. In the poor egg industry. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So what about uh, McGruff? Do we have any uh, anything? We wanna... I got a couple of things about right, McGruff. Uh, he was uh, created in 1980 uh, by a gentleman by the name of Jack Keel for the National Crime Prevention Council, or nice. NCPC, if you want to not say all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, if I recall, wasn't it something to do with um, the uh, the other campaigns where they're using a character as yep. sort of the, the primary focus, if you will? Um, going back to um, Smokey the Bear, I yep, think. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah. That they could introduce some kind of cartoonish character to reach children. Yeah, yeah. And so. I, I think I had also read that the initial version of it, he looked kind of like Snoopy with like a Keystone Cops hat on or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one earlier version, he was also smoking a cigar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, he was modeled after the, uh, I don't know if you remember the old TV show Columbo. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the actor Peter Falk. Mm-hmm. Uh, who had a very deliberate, you know, way of speaking and doing that. But the look of the trench coat and the kind of gruff style, that's what he was. Uh, McGruff, the crime dog, was modeled after. Yeah. And I think they even entertained getting Peter Falk to do the voice. Oh, yeah. And then they decided with like 30-minute ad spots, the way he talked, it was so methodic and slow that it wouldn't really work. Yeah. And yeah. I think, if I recall, it was Jack Keel who actually was the voice. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did see that somewhere. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like the uh, one of the original uh, ideas for names. They kind of put it up to like a vote or yeah. whatever thing. And one of the uh, earlier names was, which I love, is Sherlock Bones. <laughs> Very creative. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but McGruff works. Yeah. And I think it was a police officer, like down south or something like that, who had made the suggestion. Like New Orleans or yeah. something of that. Yeah. 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 Uh, McGruff, which works. It works, I guess, <laughs> you know, with the voice and the, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But he was very popular as well. Um, you know, I mentioned with the, uh, you know, Brain on Drugs, very, you know, 92% of kids had seen that. But McGruff was so widely recognized that 99% of children knew who he was by 1988. It's, I mean, all things considered, both of these campaigns, it's it's a pretty amazing success rate when you consider, you know, now with so many different ways that people absorb media that you'd be able to get that kind of saturation that, Yes. All, yeah. of, all of your youth, basically, get those, <laughs> that messaging. It's, it's pretty impressive. It kind of points to the popularity of TV and children. You yeah. know, with there's one medium. How are yeah. you going to reach kids? Well, cartoon time, yeah. you know, or Saturday morning time. You know, uh, where nowadays it's definitely probably very harder to reach such a, a broad audience when you have yeah. so many competing mediums. Yeah. And probably more difficult for the Ad Council as a whole to, to right. be able to negotiate getting that ad space from all these different media outlets yeah in the past i think it was probably go to you know your major networks and say that's it yeah let's you know you want to help us out donate a little bit of time and that was the end of it i would like to see streaming services do some psas i would be okay with that if you know disney plus netflix you know if it's running at kids not you know not during my uh succession hbo max (laughs) uh, but during like you know any kind of cartoon or kids related program why why not have you know a 30 second spot that they have to sit through yeah. I mean, they even they have the profile settings now where you can say it's a kid's profile. Exactly. And if they're going to do like a prime, you know, a lot of prime stuff now before you can watch the ad free yeah. movie, they still will give you a, you know, minute long promo for whatever their newest project is. Yeah. Seems to make sense. 
All right, so you're going to contact Netflix, and I'll reach out to to uh, Prime. Yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll have that done by the next uh, next episode. episode. Okay, we'll have that all done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I just have one other quick note, not really a report card, but yeah. just a note for all sure. of you listening that we had mentioned that Greg and I are both in a fantasy baseball league. Uh, and yeah. for those keeping score, Greg and I are both, uh, we're in the same league, but we're in uh, the two different divisions within yeah. our league. And we are both a game and a half back right now. So yes. our, our records aren't the same, but we are both a game and a half back <laughs> uh, with our competition. So. We just, we just uh, did the first trade. Of the league. That's right. Yeah. So uh, for anybody who wants to give feedback, if you think this is good. Now, these are very small rosters. Yes. And I had a log jam at first base slash DH, and I had drafted Bryce Harper. You know, and I threw up a little bit in my mouth when I did that, <laughs> being a Mets fan. And so I was like, you know, I got to get this scrub off my team. <laughs> and so uh, I, I uh, shipped him off to uh, Tim's team for, I don't know, some third baseman named Jose Ramirez. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah. But I, I, I did want to pick up Bryce earlier in the season, and Greg had grabbed him when he was still on the injured list. And so I was happy to get Bryce, and he's been performing pretty well for me, even though uh, my trade did offer you some uh, some help as well. So yeah, we'll see I, how that all pans out over the, the coming weeks. So. Yeah. So there's our little update. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. get enough latchkey dad content well check out latchkeydads.com that's right greg on our website we've got a plethora of photos from each episode as well as other uh, interesting links to content that we talk about on the show yeah tim i really enjoy all the pictures that you put up there as they really bring the episode home (laughs) yeah i guess i'm not afraid to uh show those embarrassing photos of my childhood so uh Yeah, we encourage you to uh, check out the website, latchkeydads.com, for all that content. Excellent. And if you have a moment, check out our shop page where we've got really cool keychains for sale. If you don't know what to get your dad for Christmas, the holidays, Father's Day, birthday, check it out. It's a cool gift. Tim, did you know that listeners should like, review, and subscribe to the Latchkey Dads podcast? No. (laughs) (laughs) But now I know. (laughs) <laughs> no, he's, he's at the battle.